1: Oh, he puts it down. Brown for the tie. Oh, got it. A miracle here. at TD.
0: Last night it was the NBA suspending its season after Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz tested positive for the coronavirus. This thing is so scary. We don't know anything
1: about it. This hiatus will be at least 30 days. No, done, no, peace. Some of the injustice that we've been seeing is not okay. Being an NBA player don't exclude me from no conversation. The NBA Board of Governors has approved a 22
0: team restart in Orlando, Florida at Disney World. Welcome to
1: the Hangtime Time Podcast. I'm your host, Seku Smith, here in Atlanta. And we are grinding our way to the restart of the NBA season. 22 teams reconvening in Orlando at Disney Wild World of Sports. Dreamers, contenders, they're all going to be there at the bubble. And we're going to visit with experts from all 22 teams involved. Today, we're talking Celtics with Abby Chen, the Boston Celtics courtside reporter. One of the teams, Abby, if you ask me, that goes into the bubble as a, as a real favorite is a team that has a chance to make it to the championship round in Orlando. I'm wondering if, if you view them as the same having watched this Celtics team grow up through the course of the season so far?
0: First of all, thank you. I just want to say hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to finally be talking some basketball again. (laughs) It is a huge relief, I think, as long as things go forward. As I've been preparing for this, looking back, it reminded me on what a roller coaster this season was. And you look on paper, you look at the talent, You look at the numbers from this season, and I think there's no question the Celtics are certainly a contender. They're one of three teams in the league that are in the top five in defensive and offensive rating. They're the only team in the league with three guys scoring over 20 points a game, and then you have Gordon Hayward coming in, not far behind that. Right before we went into the hiatus, the Celtics were not playing their best basketball. They had lost a game to Oklahoma City that they were up, by a bunch, and then the last game before the break, they had let a 19 point lead slip against the Pacers and had to claw back. I remember being inside the huddle and Brad Stevens telling his guys, "We need this adversity. This is going to be good for us." And so they were heading into a game against the Milwaukee Bucks, and I was really interested in seeing how they were going to play in that game, if they were going to play up or if they were going to fall, slide back into their kind of lackadaisical ways, if you will. So. I do believe they can be a contender. I want to see what kind of basketball they're playing once we get out on the court.
1: They've got all the metrics you want. Um, you know, they have everything it would seem like you need, you know, in terms of balance and. Personnel. versatility. Yeah. Just they can do a little bit of everything. What, what's been their issue. Do you think, is it just. Cohesion and, and chemistry or is it something else is missing for them in terms of the consistency you need to play with?
0: I think like everyone else, it was injuries. They had played with their top seven guys only a handful of games this season. And while their record wasn't great in those games, there were some flashes of what was possible. They just weren't able to get everyone together, get everyone healthy to find any sort of continuity. Hopefully that has changed. I mean, if there's one thing that this break has given us, it is health. Kemba Walker coming out of the all-star break. We know his knee was not what it was earlier in the season. And so hopefully some time off has given that some ability to heal. Gordon Hayward missed a bunch of time early in the season as well. So I think, yes, coming together, being able to gel, getting more minutes together on the court is only going to be good for this Celtics team.
1: Jalen and Jason are such dynamic, talented wing players I'm wondering when is it that those two guys find that synergy you know where they play off of each other and raise each other's game simultaneously to become you know that elite tandem
0: we saw it earlier this season there were moments and looking back I can't remember exactly what games there were but there were a couple of weeks there where I just remember the post-game locker room looking at Jalen or Jason and asking them to describe the chemistry that was going on between them. And and we had to find different ways to ask them because every night one of them was stepping up. And I'm excited because Jason's coach, who is allowed in the Auerbach Center right now, said that first week back, Jason hit about 90% of his shots. So I know that there was a lot of talk that he didn't touch a basketball for a couple of months, but I'm I'm hoping and I I believe Jason Tatum will not be m- missing a beat once we do get down to Orlando and the coolest thing for me to see because I have been with these guys since they were drafted is the steps that both of them took after the announcement of the All-Star team was made. Jason Tatum has admitted he was it was pressure upon his shoulders. He felt that he needed to make an All-Star team in this season. And after he did that weight was lifted and he just started balling out Jalen Brown played incredible basketball for the first part of the season. And he fell off a little bit, which I think is why he wasn't named to the all-star team. And instead of taking that as a negative, he took it in stride and took it as motivation. And he was playing some of his best basketball of the season as we went into the hiatus. So I do think those two are only going to get better together And it's very exciting for Celtics fans looking forward. The fact that Jalen is now under contract for the long term. And I think we can all assume no matter what happens in Orlando, Jason Tatum will be under contract, locked down a Boston Celtics for a long time to come.
1: Timber Walker has been so good for this team, maybe better than people even imagined. You mentioned the knee. Um, He certainly had time to heal. is this a showcase opportunity for Kemba, do you think, in Orlando to go down and be the leader that we know he is and grind this team deep into the postseason?
0: Absolutely. And isn't it this kind of situation that kind of vaulted Kemba to the player that we know that he is? I mean, in his from his run in college and the, throughout the NCAA tournament and Kemba, you said it, he's just been so good for this team, for this group. I remember looking back and just what a difference it was going from Kyrie Irving to Kemba Walker in almost every single aspect, both off the court and on the court. He's just such a breath of fresh air. And he is exactly, I think what this group needs because he allows everyone else to shine. And, and you talk about, the talent and the versatility that is on this Celtics team. That was the thing that's so fun to watch is you don't know who's going to go off from night to night. It may not be Jason Tatum's night one night, but then Jalen Brown steps up. Gordon Hayward does a little bit of everything and gets everyone in the right position. It's, you never know what's going to happen, who's going to step up, but they have guys in the positions to do it. And that's what's fun about this team. And that's what's great about Kemba Walker is because he allows the people around him to be great.
1: If there's an issue for this group, just a per, in terms of personnel, where is it? Is the is it the bench? Is it worrying about the depth that they're going to need to sustain themselves?
0: I'm not as worried about the bench just because as we get into the playoffs and rotations shorten, um, but it it's something that we talk about with the Celtics. I feel like we have ever since I got here, and that's size. Daniel Tice starting at center. He is a versatile guy. He allows them to play defense the way that they like to play, moving around and five guys on a string, but he does not match up, has not matched up well with big guys like Joel Embiid yet. He's had a couple of moments and the last matchup against the Sixers types dominated, but that I think is a problem. And then Ennis Cantor at the backup, we'll see what he hasn't. Another guy that could be healthy, that could help, that I think everyone in Celtic Nation is excited about is Rob Williams, hoping that he may bring something. We got to see that for a little bit at the beginning of the season before injuries started racking up. But that three-man tandem, if they can get the job done against the bigger guys and then also against de Kumbo, I think that's the biggest question mark for me.
1: I know Jalen Brown has been very vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement and in the social justice movement initiatives going on off the court. Is that something that he'll be able to compartmentalize, you think, in Orlando and focus on just getting the job done for the Celtics on the court?
0: Absolutely. Jalen Brown doing what he's doing, organizing that protest down in Atlanta after he drove 15 hours from Boston and continuing to step up is nothing new for him. He has been outspoken I mean, if you remember back in the draft process, there were questions if he loves basketball enough, if he wants basketball enough, because he had so many other interests outside of basketball, whether that was chess or anything like that. So Jalen, no question about it, has been outspoken and an advocate for his community from the beginning. His message has been that he is more than an athlete and he is allowed to speak up on that and, and to explore other areas that he's interested in. So. I think that Jalen has been able to come from up until this point, and he will do so going forward while also working to make the greatest impact possible while he is in Orlando.
1: You mentioned Jason Tatum's contract situation. That sounds like something that won't be an issue. I know it's been reported that, that there are discussions about it or that it could be kind of an underlying issue but I'm wondering if you think that's something that's not going to be a problem at all for Jason Tatum.
0: I don't think it is anyone who saw Jason, the way he was playing in the second half of the season, as I mentioned, after the all-star break and also has just watched his development. The sky is a limit for this kid. I, I truly believe, and he's told me multiple times, he wants to be an MVP in this league. He believes that he can be, and, and I agree with him. And so, no, I don't think the contract, uh, it's going to be an issue at all with the Celtics. I am curious to see how they are going to make all of the salary cap dynamics work going forward after they sign him and after Jalen's contract kicks in. But And and I think that's one of the things that gave me pause in an earlier report that Jason was considering not going to the bubble because of his contract. I think, as we saw with guys, a guy like Kevin Durant coming off an Achilles, Jason has that talent. I think he has shown enough that, yes, the contract will not be an issue with the Boston Celtics.
1: It's going to be a very interesting Celtics team that makes its way to Orlando. And Abby, we're going to take a quick break and, and talk more about the Celtics and Orlando when we come back here on the Hangtime Podcast. Welcome back to the Hang Time Podcast. Abby Chen joining us here to talk the Boston Celtics. And Abby, with the NBA season resuming at the happiest place on earth, we wanted to have a little fun with a little lightning round, questions and answers. We're calling it Keys to the Magic Kingdom. Let's talk a little bit more about the Celtics and what lies ahead in Orlando. First up, Beauty and the Beast. What's the beauty matchup? For the Celtics in Orlando, in terms of opponent,
0: I am hesitant to choose any particular matchup only because I saw in 2017 when the Celtics, after Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward went down, and there were all the teams in the East were jockeying to play the Celtics, and they just ran through it, backed up against the wall, got to Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's the only thing that gives me pause. I will say the Celtics have played well against the Heat this season, and in the past, under Brad Stevens, I think that's a pretty good matchup for them. The Beast, and I know Celtic fans aren't going to like to hear me say this, but our, the 76ers, <laughs> I feel like I wasn't as concerned about the matchup before the hiatus just because they were such a mess, both on the court and off of it. But now that they've had time, Joel Embiid is in shape, he's going to be motivated. Brett Brown has had three months to think about what they need to be doing on the court, that matchup. I think will be a beast for the Celtics. In addition to any matchup against Giannis and the Bucks,
1: Who's Mr. Incredible for the Celtics Norlander.
0: We talked about it. I think it's gotta be Jason Tatum, right? Continuing on his tear that we saw for the second half of the season. And he has got to be the go-to guy who steps up in those moments. I've seen him do it. He thrives, loves the fourth quarter, taking those shots. And I think that he has to be that guy in addition to open up everything for everyone else so that they can step up. Kemba can do his thing, take some of the pressure off of him. So without a doubt, their guy has got to be Jason Tatum.
1: All right. If we got the genie in the bottle, what are your three wishes for the Celtics?
0: It, it's anything, right? The genie can do anything except make someone fall in love. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have watched Aladdin a lot, actually, during this break. My daughter is very into Disney+. Plus. <laughs> um, I mean, my number one wish, of course, is to win banner number 18, walk away with the championship. I think everyone's wish, of course, is to stay healthy, not have any issues, especially because we know that the turnaround is going to be so short into the next season. If I had a third wish, it would be that Marcus Mark gets his moment, gets his due, gets to shine on a national stage and people can fall in love with the Marcus Smart that we know and cherish here in Boston.
1: Splash Mountain. Um, Who's most likely to make an unexpected splash during Boston's playoff run?
0: The big man, Rob Williams. He's had time. He had a hip injury earlier in the season that kept him out. He missed a bunch of time. But I talked about it earlier, that three-man, big-man rotation was really working well for the Celtics. It really felt like any matchup that was thrown at them, you could they had a body to throw in there that could match up with them for at least shorter stretches of time and buy the Celtics the time that they needed. And so I think he is going to be a key piece in that big-man rotation for them to get to where they want to go in the postseason.
1: All right, let's let it go. What regular season tendency... Does Boston need to leave behind heading into the playoffs?
0: I think there were moments where, and we see it with every team, but especially with one with this much talent, is the hero ball. And there were moments where guys did take it upon themselves to take that last shot, feel like they needed to be the one with the ball in their hands. And the thing about this team is just how versatile they are, how many guys can handle the ball, can make the right pass, make the right play. Score at the rim, but also score from the arc. And so I think it is going to be a matter of playing team basketball, following the game plan, not only on offense, but on defense as well, and coming together, working as a team. And if that's not Disney, a Disney story, I don't know what do.
1: <laughs> so who has the best golf game in Orlando of these young Celtics?
0: Jason Tatum has been talking about golf a lot on social media. I think it's one of the hobbies he picked up during the hiatus. I don't know how good he is yet, but just knowing his natural athletic ability, I would assume he's going to be getting better and getting better quickly. But if you want to know, I think it's, I mean, got to be Danny Ainge. That guy brings his golf clubs with him <laughs> wherever we go. And then also, I don't know if you could know the Celtics equipment manager, Johnny Joe, that guy lives on a golf course. So there are a number of people, I think, who will be frequenting the many courses that are available at Disney.
1: Which Celtic will be the rowdiest fan at an opposing team's game?
0: I got to go with Marcus Smart, right? I mean, that guy. And then there's also Grant Williams. We haven't mentioned his name. The rookie who, if you talk to any Celtic player, talks more than any player they've ever <laughs> come across in the locker room. Um, And Grant, I think just from playing the AAU circuit and and being younger and having a lot of friends in the league, I think he will be, he's not afraid to show his personality either. It will be outspoken, but also Marcus Smart, who is just hilarious and on all the time. And so I think he will have a blast cheering for and against the other players.
1: (laughs) Who's most likely to sneak candy into the movie screening?
0: Brad Stevens has been known to slip some cookies from the media room (laughs) and some candy, but I'm not going to blow up his spot any more than that. (laughs) Only he's going to be happy with me. But I said that.
1: Final question the fairy tale ending. The Celtics will hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy if?
0: If they can come together, play Celtics basketball, and stay healthy. I think that the Celtics are a team that is stronger the sum of their parts add up to more of the individual pieces and so if they can come together and allow each other to shine even if it is in different moments in different games i think they'll be raising banner number 18
1: there it is abby chin thank you so much for joining us to talk celtics it's going to be a totally intriguing experience for all 22 teams in Orlando, we're taking a deep dive into each and every one of them as we grind our way to July 30th and the restart of the NBA season here on the Time Podcast. Abby, many thanks.
0: Thank you.